Welcome to the Glory Generation Podcast. Here's your host, James Starr. So I have a, a quick and powerful word for you today. You know, a while back I was I was just studying the Bible and, and I had a time, just really an encounter with Holy Spirit where I was reading out of the book of Matthew chapter 10 and I felt like there was a revelation that for me was life-changing. And I want to share that with you because I believe it's applicable to our entire generation and what God is doing today all over the world. So I'm going to read out of Matthew 10, verse 34 and 35, and I'm going to kind of share with you what I believe the Holy Spirit is saying through this in our generation. Okay, so verse 34, Jesus says, I'm going to read this in the Amplified first. So Jesus says, do not think that I have come to bring peace upon the earth. I have not come to bring peace, but a sword. For I have come to part asunder a man from his father and a daughter from her mother and a newly married wife from her mother-in-law. And a man's foes will be they of his own household. Okay, that was through 36. Now, I want to, before I go into this and really kind of unpack it, you have to, I'm reading the scripture through the lens of one of the prophecies that came to Abraham from God. So God spoke to Abraham and said, Abraham, that through you, all the uh, that through you a seed is going to come that's going to bless all the families of the earth okay so god has a desire and the gospel is intended to bless and unite families right the gospel is never intended to come and divide humanity now it does come with a sword to to break the power of sin and deliver us from evil, right? And deliver us from the demonic and completely set us free. And the gospel leads us into a standard of holy living before God, of righteous acts before men, right? Of living right, not only externally, but internally in our thought life and in our heart. So we understand that. But at the end of the day, God is not willing that any should perish. The the gospel is for every single person on this planet right now. God has a desire to save souls, to redeem, to, to, to protect, to bless, to save, to heal. That is God's heart. And so we know that. So in this scripture, I want to look at this scripture through that lens that God has a desire to bless and unite families, right? So when he says, don't think that I've come to bring peace, right? He really has come to bring peace to us. But what he is saying is, and, and let's just keep going. He said, I haven't come to bring peace, but I've come to bring a sword. Now let's think about this for a minute, all right? So when the when the soldiers came to arrest Jesus and they were getting ready to lead him off to be crucified, the Bible says that Peter uh, pulls out a sword and cuts off an ear of one of the soldiers, right? And Jesus rebukes him, puts the ear back on the soldier, heals its supernatural miracle right there. But Jesus is, is, is basically rebuking Peter saying, no, this isn't how we deal with stuff. And you're obviously, I'm paraphrasing, right? He's like, no, we're not going to fight with natural swords. That's not what, what he came for. And so when we read this, that Jesus came to bring a sword, I believe he came to bring a spiritual sword, which we know that the Bible says the sword of the Spirit is the Word of God, right? The sword of the Spirit is the Word of God. So Jesus came to bring a sword, right? So it's a spiritual sword. And what is this sword going to do? He says, 
And in the King James, he says, verse 35, For I am come to set a man at variance against his father. Now, if you look up the word variance in the dictionary, the word variance means to have a difference or uh, to make a discrepancy out of, right? To have a discrepancy. So I want you to read it a little bit different, okay? Now, he's saying, I am coming, right? The sword is going to come and I am going to come to set a man to make uh, a man to make a difference out of the son from the father or make a difference out of the daughter than the mother. And I'm paraphrasing a little bit, right? So we understand that Jesus has a desire to make a difference out of the son and a difference out of the daughter. Now, I also want you to understand the scripture with reference to DNA, right? So your DNA inside of your body holds a record of who you are. It holds a record of where you came from. It holds a record and a history of your parents' life, your parents' parents' life, and all the generations before you. It holds a record of what they went through, the tragedies, the discomforts, the, the kind of life that they lived, how they acted, their, their tendencies, right? It holds a record of all that kind of stuff. So I believe that what Jesus is saying in this scripture to our generation, or one of the things that he is saying, is he's saying, listen, I'm not coming to play patty cakes with religion or to pat your sin on the back or to pat religion on the back. He says, I'm gonna bring a sword into your heart, into your DNA, into your soul, into your life. And if you will allow it, Jesus will come with the sword of the spirit and he'll do it in mercy, he'll do it in grace, he'll do it in love, but he'll come on the inside of you and in the power of God, he will He will remove out of you every hindrance that came from your mother or father. He will remove out of you every bondage, every bit of destruction, every bit of the curse that came from the generations before you and will cut it out, completely remove it and make a difference out of you so that you can be one that bears the image of God on the earth, right? The Bible says that we have borne the image of the earthy and now shall we also bear the image of of the heavenly. Listen, for, for a lot of our lives, we've been bearing the image of our parents, the image of the generations before us, the image of the earthly, the image of Adam. But Jesus came to set us free so that we could be delivered of the bondages that came from the generations before us and so that we can now begin to bear the image of the heavenly. And it is powerful. This is not about dividing families. This is about you as an individual in your relationship with Jesus becoming so free and so changed and so transformed that you begin to look like Jesus, sound like Jesus, walk like Jesus, and be filled with the Holy Ghost like Jesus in every aspect of your life. So that when people look at you, they say, wow, you used to be just like your mom or just like your dad. But now all I can see is it, you don't, I don't see a resemblance anymore that traces back only to an earthly genealogy. But now there is a resemblance that traces back immediately to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And that is what God is saying in this verse, that the power of God is going to come on you so heavily, so powerfully through the word of God, through revelation, through intimacy with Jesus, that you're going to be changed. This is one of the greatest 
I believe one of the greatest revelations of the gospel, not just this verse, but the revelation that the gospel, when it comes to us, Jesus does not just give us a ticket into heaven, but he comes to change us. He comes to transform us. And that when you let the power of God work in your life, when you submit your life to the anointing of the Holy Spirit, that you will be changed. Not when you go to heaven one day, but you will be changed by heaven today. And you will begin to live like Jesus and sound like Jesus in everything that you do. So I pray that this word helps you. I pray that it blesses you. And uh, I just say have an awesome week. Have an awesome day. In Jesus' name, we can't wait to speak to you soon. Thanks for listening to The Glory Generation today. As a reminder, we would love for you to subscribe and review. We love hearing your feedback, stories, and testimonies. Also, please share the podcast with your friends and help us raise up a generation of radical believers that will see the glory of God invade every area of life.